Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. everybody to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. I'm super duper excited today because I have the amazing Rachel Weaver here with me. Do I say that correct actually? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I just want to double check and I'm going to introduce her and a little bio and then we're going to take it away. So Rachel is a copywriter And she blends human design and conversion copywriting to help spiritual entrepreneurs create a cohesive, wildly uh, irresistible, I can't even say the word, and deeply aligned brand voice and message so they can be paid for their passions. She has helped women sell out programs on the first round, sell high ticket one-on-one with ease and create massive impact with a simple message. I like that, simple. Mm -hmm. And simply put, she's your soul aligned messaging advisor. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you, Annalena. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you. Um, Yeah, talking with before that I've followed you for a while. So when we yeah. started to connect, I, I don't know, I just love it. I love when we can connect with the people that you have followed for a long time. Yeah. And it's, it's our four line, right? So you are a four, six manager of a sacral authority. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> and I was telling you, my daughter is that as well. So I know now how she is when she grows up. Yep. And <laughs> I'm a two, four sacral manager myself. And I have to be honest, like the the conversations I've been having on my podcast, which you probably have been listening to, mm-hmm. like, ah, there's so much magic that happens when we come together and we can share our experiences and other many gens mm-hmm. can, can learn from it and understand that mm-hmm. we're not crazy after all. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's, I mean, that's how I started to accept my own like crazy side mm-hmm. uh, is hearing other many gens talk and share their experiences of how they have to kind of do lots of different things and they explore lots of different things and it's okay. It's like how you're designed. It's, and even watching both of my kids are many gens and watching them have that same need to explore lots of different things. Like my daughter wants to be a photographer an artist and a veterinarian when she grows up, I'm like Mm. many gen. Yeah. (laughs) All the things, bring those things together, girl. Um, so I think, yeah, just sharing our own experiences helps to accept your own experience as well as like, this is valid. This is who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely has been a game changer, especially. So when I started my, so I started my coaching journey five, six years ago. And one of my biggest struggles was this, like, you have to pick a niche, yeah. yeah, and like, oh, who's your demographic, and what are these people doing? I'm like, I felt so like in my body, even right now, when I close my eyes and I start to feel into it, like I felt so constricted. I was like, mm-hmm. this is not fun, and I could pick something, but five minutes later, I felt like I need to break free from it. Yep, and yeah. so it's like I'm not cut for this or something, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. Since you're an expert with us, you're a, you're a genius yeah. copywriter, I would love to hear your take, especially from manifesting generators about this, like pick your niche kind of thing. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> At least not in a conventional way. Because I felt the same way as you, like just, it, it feels constrictive. And I, I actually encourage more of kind of an umbrella niche where it's more about your unique selling point. That's what you become known for 
and then offers. So a specific container, um, one-to-one or group or uh, a program or something that is defined to a specific person. Cause it's mm. so much easier to sell when it is, but your overall, what you're known for can be really broad. Like if you think, I mean, human design and copywriting, that's it. Like that's the things I'm bringing together and what I'm known for. But underneath that, I can decide and shift and change the structure of the business whenever I feel like it. And honestly, I've done it a lot and changed everything multiple times because I I can't help myself. (laughs) Mm. Um, But I'm still known for the same thing. So even if the offers change underneath and even the person who is in that offer changes, it doesn't affect the core message and what I'm here to share. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I find this, I find this really helpful myself because yeah, it gives you time to breathe. Right. And Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm just kind of serving this kind of people like you, right. Also like spiritual entrepreneurs and conscious leaders and your focus is working with them on on copywriting which is which is very clear right and and within that like you say there can be very specific things like oh this is a offer for manifesting generators this is an offer to rewrite your sales page this is an offer to something else right exactly exactly it can vary and it does and but it can, those offers then are super specific in what the outcome is. And people know exactly what they're going to get on the other side, which is a huge piece of copywriting is that if people don't know what the outcome is or don't understand what it is, they're not going to buy. Why would they, right? Mm -hmm. They're the only people that will buy are the ones that are, you're like super fans (laughs) that buy everything Mm -hmm. that you do and Mm -hmm. know that they love you. Um, but anyone else coming into your world is kind of like, I don't know what you do. I, you know, I'm not going to buy, I may watch and follow, but I'm not going to buy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I actually want to pick your brain a little bit because I have personally experienced sometimes or still yeah. sometimes yeah. often, I don't know, but this specific outcome thing, Yeah. right. I still yeah. today have a little bit of resistance. Yeah. Because I live so um, with the way that I understand manifestation and everything is this like, well, I'm here to respond. And even though I think I want something doesn't necessarily Mm. mean that is for me, right? It could Mm -hmm. be that what's really aligned for me is way different, way better, right? Mm -hmm. In in some way or form. And, and I guess I'm I'm looking to resolve that resistance or something like that. Uh, but I, I think a lot of listeners have the same, may have the same challenge. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, there's a specific outcome, but can I ever guarantee that? Probably not. Right. Mm, so, oh, I love that. Yes. I guess I, I would love to hear your thoughts because I, I kind of want to, how can I be really, and actually I think you, because I took one of your courses, one of the unmessaged uh, message filter mm-hmm. unfiltered, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Highly recommend it. We're going to put it in the show notes, uh, which is a super affordable way to start working with yeah. you. It's a course yeah. based on your human design and you did a free copy audit for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you, and one-on-one offers is not my main thing, but I know there's something also, because I, I also with my astrology, I tend to be more like being the queries that I am. I see myself more in front of big groups and things like that, mm-hmm. right? So I do one-on-one very selectively. and But I also have noticed like, maybe I have a little bit of resistance to actually put something very specific out there because what if what they're going to achieve is slightly different, right? Because mm. so, so anyways, I, I would love to hear your take on it with this being specific, but really we can't guarantee. Right. Right. And I, I feel like I've had my own journey and my own understanding with this because initially with copywriting, I felt like people wanted a guarantee that their, their thing was going to sell out or Mm. because they hired me to write their copy. Right. And I didn't want to guarantee that. I didn't want to promise that because you can't, there's so many other factors that go into it. Mm. Like I can't promise that, especially as a newbie in copywriting. So I, I get where you don't want to promise something that you can't deliver on. And the thing, the questions I would want to ask to you is, is one-to-one even what you want to do? 
Because if you're resistant, yeah, see, no, it's not, don't even like entertain it. No, that's it. And I, and I, and I know that's actually deep inside. <laughs> and it's funny, I just drank a sip of water and it went down. I had to cough. <laughs> this is life, guys. <laughs> yeah. But I put myself on mute. Um, I love this, right? Because we're not in a studio and it has, doesn't have to be perfect. That's the managing way of living. No, like... Mm -hmm. I've had so many times where even from when I was starting with Karen Parker, for example, she looked at my chart and she's like, yeah, you're not really mainly for a one-on-one -on -one. because my, I have, I'm highly sensitive. I take on so much energy from people. Yeah. I have a very empowering voice. You know, I have a 2145 channel. And if you ask me, I see myself like, I would love to sit on the couch with Oprah and or create a documentary mm -hmm. or I don't, I'm not afraid to be on stage and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I'm not attached to it. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but that's kind of what I feel in my in my DNA. Like, I write a book. Like, I feel the message I have. It's not just for a few people. I, I actually feel like I'm undermining yeah. my purpose if yeah. I put my energy mainly into one on one work and I can only work with five people in a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now I freaking love human design readings I have been doing a lot mm -hmm. lately but it's just at one session mm -hmm. and it's freaking life-changing for people I'm like wow and I'm so mm -hmm. happy with that and hey they may come back book another session later on but yeah I have found that I guess my energy is more used in the way it's supposed to be used when I'm not doing what I want I guess I just need to let it go then oh yeah. Well, and one like a human design reading, you're just giving more information. You're not necessarily coaching them through a problem, maybe a little bit, but it's more of just sharing what you see and the insights from their chart, right? Yeah. I mean, I do coach definitely. It's very intuitive how I do the reading. So it, it's kind okay. of uh, my incarnation cross is the right angle cross of the Sphinx. I give people direction. I like, yeah. I pivot yeah. them like, hey, you're, you're going here. And they know mm -hmm. it deep inside, but they're, they're not clearly seeing it. And it just kind of the, the clear becomes path. And then they have the confidence to actually do the thing, right? Mm -hmm. And and take the next mm -hmm. step. So, um, but yeah, it's also information. So it's it's a combination of that. Yeah. yeah, it's a different energy than working someone long term in a in a container. And yeah, I mean, if you're like, <laughs> it was all over in your body. You were like, nope. <laughs> I mean, it, I I like to do one on one, but that's more high ticket. Mm -hmm. Just because I, I so yeah. much of my energy goes into that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, honestly, I think with that exclusivity of your one-to-one, -one, the people that are going to reach out for you don't necessarily care for a specific outcome. They're looking for to be coached by you, right? Mm. So I feel like the messaging around it doesn't need to be as specific as say a group program you're launching to have 20 people in, right? Mm -hmm. It's a totally different energy. The people that are going to come to you for that one-to-one, -one, I mean, you're probably not even advertising it they're coming, they, they are just coming to you. Like, I really want to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. You're like, great. Mm -hmm. And you can send them a Google doc that talks about what you'll do, what the investment mm -hmm. is and mm -hmm. buy it. Like you're not here to mess around with anything else. It's just, this is what it is. Join me if you want. Right. Yeah. Because you're so unattached to it. Yeah. It's exclusive VIP stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for, um, thanks for that. And then again, I saw things I knew it, but I, I still had this little thing like, oh, I should put a specific message out there, but I don't really want to do it. So that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So how can your human design help with like how you do messaging? Because messaging is, is this like thing where I, that's one thing I think I've learned over the years. Um, it's, it, it at least for me, where nobody can have your voice, right? And and I know you also provide the service of doing it for somebody, but I feel to be really you, it has to come from you. And it, there's there's something, if you're an entrepreneur, that's something we all in some way need to tackle master in some way or form. Yep. So yeah. how, how can human design give you like a shortcut there and make it easier? Mm. Mm, oh, so many good things. Okay. So I want to start with 
I think most people look around the internet space when they start a business and they go, what are successful people doing or what are, mm-hmm. what it looks like successful people are doing. Cause we never mm-hmm. know the behind the scenes of someone's business that's posting daily on Instagram. Uh, you, they could be making a lot of money they could be making no money. You don't know. Uh, and I think that's the danger is you think that you see something being, or someone being successful and you automatically think that's what I need to do to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where human design comes in is that it allows you to go, what actually is going to work for me? How does my energy want to work? Like I couldn't do a generator strategy. Even I couldn't do a manifester. Like it just, it doesn't feel right in my body. I know that partly because I know so much about human design, but also because I have created a relationship with understanding my own, um, biofeedback and what that's trying to tell me and when things feel off, right. You can ask the question and you're like, Oh no, that's not what I want to do. Like I spent all last fall, even last fall, (laughs) just doing things that were a sacral no, because I thought that's what I needed to do to be successful. Mm. And it was, it was a complete failure, complete, like crashing to the ground failure. And I realized that I needed that utter failure to realize that you, I was doing stuff I didn't actually want to do. I was putting offers out there. I didn't actually want or feel excited about. Mm. And it took that failure to see that and then shift and go, okay, what do I actually want to do? What actually feels exciting? And it's still a daily practice of making sure that what I am doing, what are, where I am going does feel aligned and it is using my energy. So I think that's how human design really helps you show up authentically and ex- articulate, express your authentic self, who you mm-hmm. want to be. Because mm-hmm. ultimately when you're doing that, that's when you're attracting the people that you want, the yeah. I, you know, dream boat clients that drop out of nowhere. I have people dropping out of the sky. They've never met me and hire me mm-hmm. off of li- very little. Um, and part of me wanted to go, ah, but I need a strategy to do that. <laughs> I need yeah. some way of predicting it, but you, I don't. And I can trust that that's how it works when I am excited in my passions, sharing from my definition and not getting lost in my openness and my conditioning um, of my open head and open will, <laughs> open solar plexus. <laughs> yeah. You have an open solar plexus too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Like completely open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it is. It is. But it was also, I mean, it was the most beautiful thing to learn about myself because like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just how I am. Right. So, mm-hmm. and it really has helped me to, yeah, move, allow myself to move through discomfort when I speak my truth. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. really powerful. Yeah, definitely. There were some things that you said that I want to kind of touch upon on. Mm-hmm. And and one is that I, I followed lots of business coaches. So what I wanted to say is that I, I have followed lots of other coaches, probably like you and programs to be successful in business, right? And what I remember was um, about putting one offer out there, like one offer and then repeating it and having a sales funnel and stuff like that. Well, I never finished the program. It was like, you call it a failure, utter disaster. And mm-hmm. now I understand because one of the things for me as a manager, I have noticed this now too. If I do an offer for a second time, I'm already bored by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually right now still also in the process, um, even with what Miranda and I are doing. And I have also learned that my, so my unconscious son is the one, is mm-hmm. gate one, which which is in the jinkies, the uh, radiance, right? Mm. And it's all about freshness. And I'm like, yeah, duh. I'm, I need to keep things freaking fresh and new and, and like repeating something for me. I mean, I can repeat something, <clears throat> but in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. And really... But it has to have this this fresh and new energy where I can be creative and truly be myself. So that was a big aha moment for me because I cannot even express it in words of how constricted I felt 
yeah. just this one thing and create this machine. Yeah. You know, like not for the life of it. Yeah. That's a super generator strategy. Like that's what mm-hmm. they, they can do. Um, they can come out with a signature thing and go and launch it over and over and over and get, and it gets really good. Right. Mm-hmm. I think of, um, manifestation, babe, Catherine Zankina, she's a generator. She does the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I think even Marie Forleo is a generator. She does the same thing over and over and over, but for manifestors, many gens, even projectors and especially reflectors, that is it's just going to feel restrictive. It's going to feel boring. It's going to feel all the things, right? Mm-hmm. I am a huge proponent of if you're going to switch it up, at least leverage what you already did and mm-hmm. create some way that 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 offer, that content doesn't get lost yeah. and just fall away, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so if that's creating a content library that people can purchase recordings from, right? They still get that information. That's still really, mm. really good information. You just don't want to deliver it again because that would be boring. Um, but people can still get so much value from it. And you can then use that as like an income source, right? Mm. So that's what I've started doing over the last year and a half. Or yeah, it's been a good solid year and a half of going, okay, I'm going to create this thing. Um, I'm really excited about it. But then I, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm going to go into the content mm-hmm. library. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's such a good point because I had actually a conversation with a manifester, Holly Herbig. I don't know if you know her. She's from manifesto community. So um, she kept also reminding me that, yeah, just because we think that it has no more relevance for me, right. Because I'm already moving on to the next, it can still change somebody's lives. Right. Yeah. And I've had this yeah. many times where people are like, yeah, I, I watched this training from you from two years ago and oh my mm-hmm. gosh. And I'm like, wow, really? Thanks for YouTube or whatever, where, where this stuff is, right? Yeah. And because, and that's really my design. It's always like not holding on and anything from the past. It's always you're mm-hmm. on to the next. Yep. I'm moving towards the future. Yep. Like once I'm done with something, it doesn't exist for me anymore. And yep. that that's how my energy is. But what I created, like you say, it's still changing somebody's, can potentially change somebody's life. And yeah. It's still important to make it accessible, at least for people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's again, like, even now, like, it's such an important reminder that just because it's not relevant for me anymore, because I'm freaking moving so freaking fast. <laughs> well, and I feel like it takes the pressure off of that content hamster wheel, too. Like, mm-hmm. if you are compiling this, all this content that you've created, um, you can repurpose it. Why not? I do it. And then mm-hmm. it takes that pressure off of having to create more and mm-hmm. I can just create when I'm feeling the impulse and when I'm feeling excited to share something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or some people I've seen too, that are managers, they, they create a 2.0 version, right? Yeah. They add yeah. some fresh stuff to it. They kind of yep. repurpose it and it has a new yep. energy and all of that. So Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's very helpful. But for me, it was really giving me myself also permission. Like, I need to do something new, mm-hmm. you know. And so another thing, because most likely all of us have learned this that you need to plan your year or the next three months and stuff like that. Yeah. And it never felt right for me. And of course, when I learned about human design, I was like, duh, of course. <laughs> and I was still like. Because people are like, well, but you have to have some structure and da 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 da. But I have found that, and just let's think about how human design works. If I, let's say, I plan for the next three months, oh, I'm going to put this offer out there and then I'm going to do this masterclass. Mm-hmm. How the frick can I respond? Mm-hmm. It's not, that's totally against yeah. what human design is about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I don't do well with big, plans. Um, for me, it's, I do need some structure and some like, okay, what are the projects I am working on and Mm. what are kind of the to-do action items underneath? Otherwise I just kind of sit here and stare out the window. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Mm. Um, but that little bit of structure, uh, it's not so much planning out saying I'm going to launch June 2nd. It's, I have this product that I want to launch and I'm 
waiting for that impulse to be like, okay, now's the time. Mm. And this last six months has really been a huge learning curve in that um, when I launched that authentic messaging unfiltered, that whole process was very intuitively led. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to put it out there. And now this is the next step. And I thought I was going to launch it, but no, it didn't feel right. So I waited another week and then launched it. And it's been a really beautiful unfolding and all of it has, I mean, you can, I can look back and it all adds up to Mm -hmm. where I am now and what I desired to create in the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have laid that out in January at all. Right. Yeah. I love that you share that because, and I do it very similarly. Like once I responded to something, then I start to work on it and I, I have a planner now where that, okay, this week, these are some things that need to be done. But even those things, yeah. I don't put them in my calendar. I do this on Tuesday, I do this on Friday. I do it when I have the impulse and like now's yeah. the time. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden I write my, my sales page in 20 minutes or an hour and it's done. If I would have forced yeah. myself the day before, I would have taken me forever and I would be frustrated yep. as heck, right? Yep. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, because there's one thing I want to share because it can be honestly a little bit frustrating as a manager and sometimes. So um, I also, I had a membership a couple of years ago that I did called Bloom and I did it for a year and then I ended and somehow I felt off and then I tried it again and it didn't feel right. And then I stopped it. And then I had the impulse again because many gents have been super responsive in my audience. Um, and so I was like, okay, I was responding to it, but I didn't have the clarity. I'm going to put the membership back out again, but just for many gents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you actually also then made the comment like, why only many gents? I was saying, well, okay, now I, I thought I'm so excited about it and not anymore. So I, I needed more time to feel into it, right? And and now I'm at the point, and I actually, I already told my audience a little bit like, well, and the membership is going to come back next year, but I don't know when. And now as time has passed, I felt more into it. And I'm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. disclose all the details now, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it has shifted. So the one thing I can say mm-hmm. is no longer going to be called Bloom mm-hmm. because there's something else, another topic where it's still going to be me. And it, this looks like it's going to be some kind of a membership format. Um, but it's also not going to be only for managers because it's more like a type of person and some are managers, some are projectors, some are generators, you know, it's, it's because I, I, again, started to feel the, the, I'm constricting myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. But now I can only do this for this. And I got overwhelmed and then I have to have to do something for everybody, but like, no, I want to keep it simple. I just want to be me and be my zone of genius. And so my learning lesson is a little bit like, sometimes I need to be more careful about what I'm putting out there, especially if I have a defined role center. You know, we we can be like, well, once I say something, I have to commit to it, but I have also learned while I'm a manager and I can change my mind. So yeah, um, yeah. but that is really like, just because, so we have the responding, but this envisioning phase we have of manifesting generators. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything can happen in that. It could be like, you don't longer feel it anymore. It's going to be totally different than what you thought it would be. It's this like big play run of experimenting. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, And I feel I've learned to slow down just a little bit as well in that offer creation Mm -hmm. and not try and force it before I'd be like, okay, oh, I know I have the idea for an offer and I would basically try to hammer it out within a few days and have Mm -hmm. it up and out and like sales page out, like just wham, bam, thank you, man. It's out Mm -hmm. and it's out there. Now, um, this last six months, I've really sat with things and go, okay, how do I actually want this to look so much of what holds me back is overwhelm Mm -hmm. and not, and I actually will like shut things down before anything even takes off because I'm so afraid of overwhelm and burnout. I haven't actually burnt out or anything, but I hear stories all the time mm-hmm. and I know how I feel when I get overwhelmed. So I self-protect, right? Mm-hmm. So having that little bit of extra time of, okay, well, how do I actually want this offer to look? How do I, what do I want to put into it? What feels really good? Um, and sometimes it can take I mean, this, uh, I have a membership that I've been mulling over for like two months now, like it still thought it was going to come to flourish at the end of June, but I'm like, I don't know if that's even going to (laughs) happen. There's too many things that feel like 
it feels too sticky and I want it to feel really light, really exciting. Like Mm. now is the time to put this out there. Mm. And that takes time sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on a very similar path there because I feel like I've been waiting now for six months and people have been asking me and like, guys, I need some more time. (laughs) Yeah. But the the time seems to be coming now. So it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for other managers listening, be gentle with yourself. It's a, it's a messy process sometimes, you know, and, and it's also like we respond to something and then two weeks later, you no longer respond to it. That can totally happen. And we're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. That was for me to learn. That's not how I'm meant to be doing it. Right. Or that's not the thing for me. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. I'm not alone with that then. Good. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Definitely not. Yeah, and I have to be honest, I have heard many managers now that are in my close like four line circle, they have told me like, no, thank you for sharing this because mm-hmm. it's good to see how you embody that, especially mm-hmm. with an open solar plexus, we, we want to make everybody happy kind of thing, right? That's a lost case yeah. Yeah. to really like own that it can be messy, it can absolutely be that I'm changing my mind, but once my sacral is not lit up by something anymore... It's not going to help anybody. It's not going to be no. a happy party, right? No, it's going to like fall. It's going to go down in flames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So awesome. So I have another question for you. So there's sometimes I see people like, oh, you just need to know this one thing in your chart and you have it all figured out. Yeah. So <laughs> I find that a little bit like, oh, you ideal you. I can tell you exactly who your ideal client is by looking at this one gate. So, mm-hmm. and there's something, for example, maybe we can talk about this. So Mercury, right? Conscious Mercury is yep. is is kind of like we say that's the energy it because communication is the energy of Mercury, right? So yep. how, okay, is that going to tell you what your ideal client is? Like just the no. gate, what am I looking no. at? The higher, the lower expression? Is it going to give no. me the sentence or how does this work? I actually see Mercury as being more kind of your mission when it comes to your message, because it's like an underlying current to everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, like, it, honestly, sometimes it's not even articulated into words. It's just an energy and an undercurrent to what you're doing. So mine conscious Mercury is gate 12. And it, I mean, it's this energy I have to wait. And I've this last, and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I am not putting anything out there unless I am a hundred percent ready to talk about it. Give it like, I have that sacral, like, yep, it's go time. Right. Mm. And it's been a challenge to allow for that, but it's also been a really beautiful unfolding of everything that I've wanted. It's maybe not happening the way I thought, or as fast as I thought, or mm-hmm. any of that, but it's all, it's all adding up. It's all going in that direction. Um, so I see Mercury as being more of an undercurrent, your mission in your business. And my mission in business is really to um, just encourage people to not be so like your, your authentic message is unique to you. Don't try and copy anyone else. Like you and sometimes it takes time for that message to come out. Hmm. So many people want it, especially many Jones. Um, they'll come to me going, I can't figure this out. I'm like, well, me, you might not be ready to figure it out, but here are some clues. Here are some things you can uh, ask yourself to help speed things along a little bit. Hmm. But ultimately, the more that we push, especially as many gens, generators, even uh, projectors to push to go to make things happen, then the more that we actually push what we want away, right? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I find also, we tend to be in this space of like, I need somebody to tell me. Yes. Right? And yes, I have found that it has to come from within me. It, mm-hmm. it's like you yeah. I mean for you you for example you have given me a lot of inspiration like but I have to respond and then it it's it's not like oh she said this is how you have to say this right yeah yeah it's more like what feels really true to you and like in my case I have the 
19 is my is my conscious mercury and as you know i also talk to highly sensitive people it's a highly sensitive energy but it's also more like my mission is more like it because it's around people's needs right yeah. what do people yeah. really need and i i feel like people don't need this hyped up marketing how to make six and seven figures and be in the illusion that all we are after is money right yeah. it's more like what do we really what do we really need and and money is a, is a big thing of my message actually which is a lot in this yeah. energy and yeah. it gave me more permission now recently also i mean my my conscious sun and mercury are both in the second house which is also all about material stuff and money and things mm -hmm. like that um so because I used to question myself for such a long time because you hear always this like well in order to teach something you have to have mastered this first or you know mm -hmm. like yeah. we hear this yeah. I was so so long in the space of like well I need to be millionaire before I have to have this like from from rack to riches story right yeah yeah um and I have actually realized recently that those stories have created the most disruption and like in my nervous system and never led me to any kind of results. But when yeah. I was working with people that are really grounded and authentic, not this hyped of BS, that's why I get results, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what the investment is, it's really, it's, it's the intention behind and how pure the intention is of first when you go in and, and the person that is teaching it, right? Because yeah. I have gone in the in the beginning, especially into so many programs and in the beginning, like high ticket stuff that was from this, like, oh, imagine you're going to make $20,000 a month and how is this going to be? And uh, I mean, it was just so misaligned, right? And now it's like, yeah, these things come and they evolve and then money starts to flow with more ease, but always when you are doing it your way, right? And always. It, yeah. that it, and it's so much easier. And I was like, well, that was easy. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all what we want. We want a regulated, easy, calm. There's, it's not, um, yeah, I think the rag to riches story has totally screwed people up in thinking that you can overnight mm. create this, you know, crazy business. Even the stories of people starting their coaching business and within year one, they're six figures and year two, they're half million dollars and like these mm -hmm. huge jumps. Like that is, not that's rare. That's like the one percent of the one percent mm -hmm. that can do that. And I, while we want to keep ourselves open to possibility, you also have to look at well, did they do that from an authentic space? You know, okay. maybe their lesson was to make a lot of money and crash and burn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and I also feel like it's not meant for all of us. There, yeah. there are some people that could care less yeah about it and but we start to buy into this idea that's all what we are after is is money and i just feel like yeah um yeah anyway i said that just to say say that's that's something i'm really passionate about and mm, yeah I, the, the conscious mercury has helped me with that as well because money at the end of the day is important right we, we fall into these extremes we like put it on a pedestal and yeah. then we don't talk about it at all but it's like Yep. It's like a healthy flow of money, whatever that looks like for you, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. There's the, the extreme of like being hyper obsessed about it mm -hmm. and almost strangling it to death versus no, it's totally fine. Like I don't need money. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's um, uh, first of all, it takes time. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's really something it's more like the mission of, of your message. And yeah, it's not like your Mercury is going to tell you or like, Oh no, you can only put this kind of offer out there nothing else. Right. <laughs> because that's what you're supposed to talk about. And it's very, very limiting. Mm -hmm. So what are some others? Like, so especially for manifesting generators, like what are some tips that you have in terms of how can you have more fun with messaging mm. and because it's always this like uh, i have to sell right oftentimes yep. is kind of the energy yep. behind it yeah how can we reframe it and how yeah how can we make it more fun i think the best best and easiest way is to honestly connect to what you're selling um so if it's a specific container if it's your overarching message but like what are you selling and how are you energetically connecting to that are you excited about it are you excited mm -hmm. to sit on 
the computer and coach someone through this problem. Like, how do you feel that in that moment and mm-hmm. connect to it from that perspective first? And then I think it's so much easier to write the sales page, to write the content, because you're already connected into what you're selling. You're connected into that person that you're meant to serve with it. And the rest of it falls into place. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you try and start at the other end where you're creating content, like, okay, what do they need to know? What do they, uh, how can I convince them? If you're starting from that, it's going to feel really heavy, really sticky. And really mm-hmm. like this sucks because it does like mm-hmm. you start at the other end. Yeah. yeah. So it's really the energy, the energy behind it. Right. Which is yeah. that my cycle yeah. is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And when, if you're not on fire about what you're selling, like you've said it, I've experienced it as much as I have, like, it's not going to go well. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. not. And not to say that just because you're super lit up and excited about something that it is going to sell, because there still could be a lesson in that, that you need to learn as well. Mm -hmm. Like I've had a lot of um, untangling to do with client results. Like I'm not here to get you results. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you and support you and make sure that you're as clear as possible, but I'm not here to get you a specific result. Right. And mm-hmm. so that was a learning curve. So just because the, the energy is there doesn't mean that you're going to get the outcome that you want, but it is a lot more likely that you'll get the outcome you want mm-hmm. when you start with the energy that you're excited about. And like, this is what I want to do. I'm not trying yeah. to copy anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point because so in the online space, right? Social media, I have personally experienced that the more time I spend there, the more I get disconnected from myself. Yeah. While at the same time, when I'm very discerning, I'm talking in my 13, <laughs> um, very selective with who I yeah. follow, what I listen yeah. to, because it gives me something to respond to, right? So I'm I'm now more about unfollowing, decluttering also mm. that space. And and literally every time if I because my energy our energy is so precious, but the one time where I kind of I'm more aware of it now, of course, than I used to be, but that I'm actually giving my energy away to things that make me feel like crap. And I'm like, I'm not doing this, right? And then we feel disempowered, disconnected because we we start mm-hmm. to, especially on the fine head in Ajna, I start to think, oh, yep. this is the way I have to do it. And whatever I yep. know is worth nothing or I start to question yep. and doubt myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've become hypersensitive to that and, and really like, uh, yeah, almost like exhausted by all these opinions and ways and I'm like, Yep. It's, it's, it's kind of dangerous to surf, right? In the internet. It is. it is, it is super dangerous. And I know that I do it when I am starting to feel overwhelmed or anxious in some way mm-hmm. that that's, that's the vice is to scroll you currently YouTube shorts, but, mm. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree that it takes you out of your authentic self. It takes you out of your energy and you're giving away who you are, you're giving away that energy and that stability um, versus if you think about going for a hike or getting, just getting out of nature, grounding or meditating, you doing yoga, mm-hmm. you come back to yourself, you take back your own power. And yeah, we hundred percent need to do that way more often <laughs> than we do. Yeah, no, I have had the exact same experience, you know, when I like disconnect to something nice for myself. Mm-hmm. and actually just be in that enjoyment then all of a sudden I get this insight oh that's what I'm supposed to do yeah, yep. you know and yeah. anytime when I'm searching I'm looking as the universe like hey you're not trusting so it's gonna be harder than you think if you keep trying to do it this way mm-hmm. um, and then if I think about the most successful like launches and programs it was really the super lit up sequel fire energy. Oh. And yep. it doesn't, I don't want to say that the content doesn't matter. It does matter, right? Because when you are in that energy, you you start to channel awesome wisdom, mm-hmm. I find. You do. And you really mm-hmm. talk to the people. Um and yeah from that it just flows it's easy people sign up and i feel your and your energy behind that right and then the words also they really are much more uh nuanced in, in some way and it came through responding right that's the other mm-hmm. thing 
Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, I had an idea and I'm so excited and I'm just going to put it out there. It's always just like, okay, no, let me wait. Let me ruminate on it. Yeah. And and then it happens. So yeah, it's so interesting that we're still trying to be smarter and still trying to <laughs> have to make this happen now. And how can we do this? Yeah. Yeah. Figuring out that how. <laughs> yeah. So what are some other elements like in your human design chart that besides that Mercury that can support you in in the way that you deliver your message? I mean, looking at your throat chakra obviously is really important um, if mm. it's defined, what are the channels that are defining it? Because that's going to be a consistent way that mm. you want to speak or want to um, express yourself. If it's undefined and it's open, then really looking at Um, are you listening to the people around you? Are you listening to your audience? Are you listening to your clients? Like really listening and -hmm. reflecting back what they're saying uh, in their words, right? So in copywriting, they talk about that ideal client research and and basically repeating back exactly what they're saying is really important. And that is true, especially for someone with a undefined throat. And I think someone said that actually a lot of really great copywriters are generators um, with undefined throats. And that makes so much sense because they're really good at a specific craft and they can like basically put themselves in someone else's voice. Um, So if you're undefined, are you really listening? Are you repeating back what they're saying or are you, um, And you can look at the hanging gates on your throat to kind of get an idea as well of, well, maybe um, I want to speak in this way or something like that. And even paying attention to being in someone else's space and what you want to talk about. So if you're in um, a space with your husband or your spouse and you want, you you always end up talking about this one thing or this one way of talking, it's Mm -hmm. probably because there's some type of channel being connected, right? Yeah. yeah. Energy. So paying attention to that too. um, It doesn't make it inauthentic to you. It just means that you have access to a different energy and that can be great. Yeah. I mean, that's actually huge. So kind of want to reiterate that because I think it's so powerful. So if somebody has a defined throat, which is either going to be, well, you can also be a, a generator, right? But if yeah. if, if it's co- connected to a motor, it's a manifestor or manifesting generator, right? But even yeah. projector can have a defined throat, right? Um, that's true. So, but if you have a defined throat, that means you will have some channel connected to the throat, right? And what what is that? What is that energy? So in my case... Um, I have the 2145 channel that was helpful by the way, because yeah. it was, it was about, and I, no, seriously, I want to, I want to share this because, you know, I have an undefined solar plexus, undefined head and ashna. I'm a chronic, I don't know, sayer. <laughs> growing, I remember my dad growing up one time, like he actually got pissed at me. I was driving in the car. I was just saying, I don't know. I don't know. And he was like, what do you mean? You don't know. And he, he's a projector with a defined ashna. He doesn't know about that, but, but of course I looked up his chart. And he can vary, like he has his opinion, right? It's very, and I'm just mm-hmm. like this super fluid and mm-hmm. and also open solar plexus is the energy of like, I don't even know what I want or what my desires are. It can yeah. be totally free mode, right? Yeah. Um, but then the other part in my design is I have the money channel, right? Which is like, you pointed this out in that, in that course mm-hmm. that I took, like, you need to be clear on what you want and what you want for your people. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> no, really, it was, I mean, yeah. I really, I had to sit with that because I think now in hindsight, it has really helped me with this, like, no, I want to make a healthy income doing what I love. I want to help people with that too. Yeah. It took a little bit of discomfort to really own it. I, I'm not into talking about shiny objects and how to make six and seven figures. That's totally missing the point. But I want to freaking help you claim your freaking awesomeness and uniqueness and make a healthy living with that, Mm -hmm. whatever that is, what that takes, because money is freaking important, Mm -hmm. right? But we can talk about it in a grounded way and not this hyped up shiny object syndrome, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that channel, that one and the 2343, those two channels are the most deeply conditioned channels that I've found with clients. The ones Mm -hmm. where I'm like, no, you need to talk about what you want 
or talk about that thing that's totally outside the box. And they're like, Oh God, I'm scared to, um, Mm. I don't know if I should, or they're just, it's, it's been conditioned out of them. Mm. Yeah. Um, Because I have, I mean, so many things and my attractions for the 21 also in, cause it's in my moon. I mean, that channel is in my moon, actually both 21 and the 45. Yeah. It's, it's an energy that drives me. Right. Yeah. And uh, I have learned very early on that, yeah, money is bad. You shouldn't want it. And it's, it's kind of this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then mm-hmm. this other story. Um, oh, and my, my Chiron is in the fifth house, which is about pleasure. So there can also be a big wound with, not owning that mm-hmm. because you you feel like you need to have more status or something to be even talking about money and stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah. So that has all been happening this year. And then when you put this out there, because it, it it triggered me in a good way. Like I noticed there's some discomfort and I have yeah. to sit with it. I have to feel yeah. that, right? Yeah. And actually, I think actually that helped me uh, really own that more of myself too. Mm. Because I had... Like in terms of responding, I had people point out to me, I had a reading with an astrologer, like there's something with money. I can feel it, like talk more about mm-hmm. it. And because mm-hmm. I had already some posts about it. There was one lady uh, listened to a podcast episode. She's like, oh my God, your podcast episode has been more transformative than any books or courses I ever bought on money. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm still like, um, mm, <laughs> you know, like what the heck? And people have been telling me, no, I love this. And it's life changing for them, but then there yeah. is the mind, the monkey mind, like, yeah, no, yeah. but who are you to talk about money? Right. So yeah. I had to have people tell me over and over and over and over again. And I've been invited to summits and podcasts and people want me to talk about money. So I like, I'm like, the universe is like, Annalena, are you finally responding? <laughs> we're gonna put this right in front of you (laughs) yeah but I'm now I'm so proud of myself no and I had honestly like a couple of weeks ago I had um because I was about to put a master class out about money also in contact with human Mm. design and it's out there now and it has already sold awesome and stuff like that I'm super excited Mm. it's happening as we as we record it's happening next week um so but I had a moment I woke up somewhere in the middle of the night I went to bed asking the question how can I be of greatest service because I still wanted to you know the jinkies question from the pearl and I woke up in the middle of the night I couldn't sleep and I got all these downloads and it was all about that you really you need to talk about more about money and I'm gonna keep kicking your butt you need to do it so it was so loud and clear I wrote a whole down thing on my on my um, notepad and stuff and I and then I did it I put it out there but I I think I needed that and Mm -hmm. wow it wasn't just responding once it took me like years. Yeah. Yeah. Years. Sometimes to... it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And many people, like, then I signed up for your course and you pointed out, you need to talk about what you want. I'm like, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It sometimes takes those nudges over a length of period of time and learning, making the wrong decisions too, to mm. learn that no, that you're supposed to be over here. This is where mm. you need to be. And this is what's going to feel really good and light you up if you just give it a chance. <laughs> and it it also brings up fears. It brings up self-doubt. It yeah. brings up discomfort. Yeah. But yeah. we don't grow, right, if you don't face the uncomfortable. Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. totally. But I love also, because so, so this is so helpful for me, and I, I have a channel to the throat. But like you also said, people with an undefined throat and I actually had a conversation with another lady today um, because you start to think, okay, my authentic self, how do I express myself? It's one way, but if you have an undefined throat, there's such a great variety, right? Depending on who mm-hmm. you're with and you're here mm-hmm. to reflect yeah. it back. That's your job, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a little bit more of a chameleon aspect to mm-hmm. the undefined throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is so helpful. I think with messaging for people, you have no idea because I have personally, and I know, maybe I'm wrong, but this this whole like market research and see what people say has not felt natural to me. Mm-mm. But now that you're saying it, I understand. It's much more for the uh, people that have an undefined throat center, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not here so much to reflect back. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think the, so I do still say, okay, let's look at what people are saying. 
mostly to understand how they look at the problem and how they perceive the solution. Mm -hmm. And when we can understand that, then you can position your offer to be the thing that they want. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's really all that you need. You don't need to know what coffee they drink or where they go shopping. Or like <laughs> oh my God. That. I used to like, I can't. <laughs> like that's not helpful information. Um, and actually inside one of my programs on writing your sales page, I talk about selling from your open centers or your undefined centers and really understanding that that is why people come to you and using that as like your pain points. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so much. And I found that it's so much feels so much better for me as well as I think it draws the right people to me. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's true. If I think about my ideal client, they're trying to figure things out in the head. They're all over the place. Yeah. They're people pleasers. I feel the pressure. That's my undefined centers. It is. Yep. And I can really help them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. I love this. I, I think we could do another episode to be honest with you. <laughs> like okay, for that. I was like, I need to have you on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. No, seriously. Yeah. And um, we, we can, I'm totally open to do a second one because I feel like we just open up something so beautiful. Um, mm. And I think that can really, really help people. And I would love for you to share how people can work with you. What are some yeah. offerings that you currently have? I'm going to drop it on the show notes. Yeah. Well, we talked about the authentic messaging unfiltered. It's a $37 offer that really uh, shows you how what, what your chart is saying and how to use your chart to express and, or, and articulate your message. Um, and I have a DIY content library. I also write um, copy for people. If you are at that stage where you're like, I kind of know, I just want to hand it off. Mm-hmm. I want some of my time back. Um, and then creating, starting to create in a membership of some kind where it's mentorship to help you learn these skills. Cause you're right. Like we need to understand at least the basics to really know what your voice is before you mm-hmm. hire a copywriter, right? If you don't know what your voice is, you're going to end up with whatever the copywriter says it is Yeah. versus, um, I mean, when I'm writing using your human design, I can articulate that. Um, but you still need to know what your voice is, what is your message, um, and how it comes across to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be coming out. I don't know. When, when, when <laughs> I'm in a safe it does. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm interested in that myself. I saw the other day in the email. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Because it's, I find memberships and I'm all about community. I think that's what we're moving towards, to be honest. Um, yeah. My, my pearl yeah. is the 44, which is the teamwork and stuff like that. So because it gives this non-pressure environment and not like this high ticket where you have to perform and make it happen right away, but you can go at the, at the pace of your sequel, which sometimes yeah takes a long time. Sometimes <laughs> takes time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and honest, your unique process, it's, it's a credit. We cannot rush a credit process, right? No, no. And I think it, it really does, at least for me, come back to nervous system and like not, mm. I have to be able to go at a pace that feels good. And even though my mind, and there's a part of me that wants to go faster, I know that my body can't like, it's Mm. like, no, 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 let's take our time. Let's do this right. Mm. Let's make it sustainable. Yeah, no, I love that. Beautiful. And then I would love to hear, and also you have your own podcast. It's called Be You Babe, right? So you share lots of human design messaging wisdom on there. I do. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. So I'll drop that in the show notes as well. And then I just want to, my final question to you is like, What's the most important nugget of wisdom that you want to leave the listeners with? Mm. The thing that you really want to say is, is the thing that you need to say. It's every time I do a chart reading or talk about it with a client, I'm like, here's what I think your message should be geared towards. They're like, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to. And it's there. They know it's there. It's the, not sure if it's the validation for them. It's the, someone saying, Hey, this, this is the direction that you should go. That makes them feel go, okay. Yeah. That is what I want to do. So listen to those nudges. Cause that, that those are the nudges that are leading you where you want to go. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's helpful for me too, to hear that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 
So yeah, I pretty I'm pretty sure everybody freaking love this episode. You're welcome. I'm so yeah. happy I finally reached out to you because I I had this this nudge like a couple of times and then we were I think we were chatting about mountain environment on Instagram. I was like, okay, I'm finally gonna reach out to her. So <laughs> I'm so happy I did. Um, yeah, me too. yeah so that's our intuition yeah Mm -hmm. and thank you so much for being here thank you for sharing your gifts for the world um i learned so much today myself and um truly grateful for you thank you thank you so much annalina thank you my pleasure and you listeners thank you for being here as always and i'm excited to be with you on the next episode Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.